I'm Lizanne Flynn. I'm a master healer who works with all earthlings to reunite them within themselves and with each other, regardless of the dimension they're currently in. Meaning, I'm a medium as well as an animal communicator, medical intuitive, and channel for all beings. I use the tools of shamanic journeying and soul retrieval to support animals and humans as they heal from past trauma. I'm certified as a Reiki master teacher and as a canine massage therapist. This is the Animals I View podcast. Looking back over my podcast from at least the last year, March 2021, to this March, hello March 2022, now upon us, I was surprised to find that I actually hadn't devoted an entire podcast to the subject of non-coincidence, or more accurately what we humans call coincidence. And of course, as words can be tricksters themselves at times, to Yale Dictionary I went, Oxford, Merriam-Webster, or Cambridge, take your pick, whichever is your favorite. (laughs) I kind of vacillate and go between the three, to be honest with you, just to double check, because what I found there was equally as surprising. Because the word coincidence as defined Number one, an act or condition of coinciding. And number two, the occurrence of events that happen at the same time by accident but seem to have some connection. Causal connection requires something more than mere coincidence as to time and place. And so when one looks further in order to use the energy of the word correctly, because as humans, we also tend to blur these lines a bit to our own uses. And after all, it is called spelling, as we often say, as to create energy out of words, literally. The root word of coincidence, that being coinciding, appeared. So we follow that thread. The definition then of coinciding is, number one, to occupy the same place in space or time, and number two, to correspond in nature, character, or function. So the bottom line then, when we say, oh, what a coincidence, to actual pieces of energy occupying the same place in space or time as in coinciding together, it's usually our use of the word and our energy behind the word that runs amok of the actual definition itself. Because usually when we say, oh, what a coincidence, we're more than aware or or maybe perhaps not, of the intersection of thing one with thing two, and yet we also usually say the former phrase with an air of incredulity, or more accurately, this can't or shouldn't have happened at all, because thing one and thing two can't possibly occupy the same place in space or time, such as... And these these are examples from the Cambridge Dictionary website. Example one, uh, 
Choosing the same wallpaper as someone else you know. Number two, marrying men with the same first name spelled differently and said marriages occur years before you met a best friend. Walking then into a restaurant with said bestie whilst having a playful discussion about the name of the waiter who usually waits on you. She said it was Alex, I said it was Gary, and upon questioning of yes, it was Alex, she was right, he told you that his dad's name is, wait for it, Gary. (laughs) These last one and a half examples of marrying men with the same first name and waiter happened to me within the last week And for sure, the waiter one was likely an intuitive channel on my part. For the waiter, he seemed to be rather put off that I thought he was named after his father. Not the point, really. Still, his perception, his reality. And the first half of the example actually being the same as an example on the Cambridge Dictionary website, which, of course, my bestie and I married men with the same first name years before we met, and those first names are spelled differently. And of course, the bestie and I burst into gales of laughter, which further flummoxed per Alex, <laughs> because my friend knows who I am, and we both thought this was literally, again, air quotes, no coincidence. From an outside perspective, you might agree. Because Alex and his father, Gary, do in fact occupy the same place in space or time, that being biologically related to each other. And most people, again, when they say, what a coincidence, are not in fact commenting on the coinciding same place in space or time. Humans use this phrase because the causal connection or apparent reason for the connection is quite simply out of the realm of believability for us. For me, coming up with the name Gary was way too specific. (laughs) Out of all the male names on the whole planet, it is actually a coinciding of the same place in space or time, albeit the place of energy, where all sorts of connections exist in space and time. And to quote from the movie Casablanca, of all the gin joints and all the towns and all the world, she walks into mine. Meaning to imply also a coincidence of misery, like running into an ex (laughs) while you're out with a new love interest. Although, you know, depending upon your perception and perspective, that might be a good thing. In Rick's case in Casablanca, he's commenting on the fact that his true love, Ilsa, has gotten herself married. And like the same bestie and I marrying men with the same first name, spelled differently and meeting each other years after the fact of both of our marriages, we also, because she's more of a like worldview to me than she thinks she is, we also would look at our life paths being somewhat destined to intertwine at some point. Mostly, I would like to think because of our affinity for each other and the other coinciding instances that we share.
Most times with humans, I've been known to call a certain seeming coincidence, remember, the human blurring of the word, not its root coinciding, as a non-coincidence because it is most likely in terms of energy, objects, people, places, situations, etc., occupying the same place, i.e. the same place of energy, and either time or space. As Einstein would say, time is an illusion, and to be accurate, lots of quotes attributed to Einstein are oftentimes also coincidental, meaning they sound like him and are likely not actually from him. Do you see what an interesting place we humans can get ourselves into when we blur the true energy of words? With the second identifier of coinciding being in space, well, I'm not thinking of this as outer space, nor actually inner space, probably more likely intraspace, whose meaning is, take your pick, within, during, or between layers of, and that intraspace is versus interspace, whose meaning is more broadly to come between two points of connection. So the coinciding in space as being a connection within versus a connection as a true connection, as in, you know, like the thigh bone is connected to the knee bone sort of thing. And you are most welcome for that childhood song that's now in your head. (laughs) Within the framework of co and in, again, words, you all know my love of words, (laughs) Co meaning with and in, in, we can put at the end of that, jetics, as in energy, coenjetics. If we may be allowed to parse our own words, literally, this likely follows much more closely what aligns with how animals would derive meaning and use of the word coincidence or even coincidental. And and perhaps at this point in our ongoing discussion with each other, we're that comfortable and familiar enough that some of these verbal-only boundaries of human-centric language may be revised, I would submit, so that we can all arrive at a common place together. And I'll be super honest with you. Truth be told, this is what I struggle with (laughs) with a fair amount of time with the Animals Eye View Academy that I founded in 2020, because it is me choosing to use the appropriate verbal language within the human experience so that a mutual arriving together at a place of common energy can be found. Absent a distant Vulcan mind meld at this point. (laughs) It's what I have with which to work. And of course, the wonderful humans who are partnering with me in these courses are making this part of my role very easy because they're catching on really quick to the need for a new shared verbal language, if we are going to make any progress at all. The whole point really is that with animals, because of their shared telepathy and absent both shared physical anatomy and verbal language, they rely on the energy shared in a place of intraspace because it's A, what works best for them, 
B is known to all species, and C because it's what works best and what is known they see. Get it? (laughs) No need to change. From the shared energy that's continually shifting and yet is always consistent in how it is used with every single other species except for human. Therein, of course, with the latter lies the issue. Not a problem, an issue. Because for balance and partnership to be reset for all species, it is crucial for human experience to reorient themselves to this place of coengetics so that the mystical properties that, oh, most definitely do exist on this magnificent planet can be brought forward by the animals so as to share with the one species that resists said properties of the mystical. Because, of course, what one resists persists. That's just physics, equal and opposite reaction, after all. And telepathy is means of knowing information, again, in human-centric terms, from one mind to another, without the use of external senses and by the means of extrasensory, quote, perception, charades, sign language, the whisper game, etc., and still hear. There is so much blurring of the actual meaning of the word tele at a distance with pathy feelings. When it's so much more than that for animals, and yet likely still for human experience, it's the emotion feeling part that is the sticky wicket for us. We would so much rather everything be in nice, neat, tidy little compartments, and that's not how it works on this planet. So as my bestie and I continued our four-hour-plus euphemistically termed, quote, business meeting, minus the two vodka martinis (laughs) replaced with at least two cups of chai, the conversation coincided, naturally, with the term coincidence. It was clear she had experienced numerous coinciding events, both in the recent past and in the distant past, and, as she's a fellow Capricorn, and therefore subject to skepticism as am I, another of our non-coincidences, Capricorns, she saw or rather felt, as she described it so beautifully, her quote, the pieces of a puzzle being arranged for her, so that a recent move from one home to another could be facilitated. And as a being in human experience skeptical to boot, she wasn't sure if what she experienced in a clairsentient way was in fact true. I assured her that from my perspective, it was very true and valid. And still there was the question that if a puzzle on earth and her life path was being so directed, was everything then preordained to happen? An excellent question. And one where the bridge of the world of animals begins, should our bridge appear to, keywords, end. Because we have created such a structure for our awareness of being described by either science or religion, 
we fail ourselves and all others in moving to their place of what we may describe as the coenjetics, where we are moving with and in energy. That's all there is, the animals would say, energy. Everything comes from energy, everything moves through and with and in energy, and everything ends in energy. All the humans we know, save a few, struggle with these self-imposed blinders because, to a certain extent, it makes us feel vulnerable, that we're not as in charge as we perceive, and yet we completely miss that this leaves us so much more in charge than we can dare to imagine. Because with all of this information available, as I assured this bestie, we can have, as do all the other species on the planet, all of what we want and need in order to make the best decisions possible for our limited one-time-around awareness life experiences that we can. Why would we not take advantage and embrace our empowerment and abilities and then work with each other for the betterment of all, just as the animals do. What could possibly go so right with such a situation that makes us fearful of our own natural abilities to think of such joy for all? Indeed, at this point, it seems to be the only viable way forward, as our structural dismantling of what worked before and has never, will not ever work again, even for our species, is well underway. And at least the animals would love for as many of us as possible to step on this new bridge that's being extended to us by them to continue this journey with them, through them, in them, for as long as we each can. At least, that's how the animals see it. Thanks for listening today. Leave a review if you're so inspired and be sure to subscribe to this podcast. I offer all new clients a free 15-minute consultation. Reach out if you think I can be of service via www.lazanflynn.com. Come and find me on social media, Facebook, Twitterverse, Instagram, and LinkedIn. I encourage you to sign up for my quarterly newsletter on my website, where I also post notices for upcoming events such as new classes and online psychic fairs. This has been the Animal's Eye View podcast. I'll see you next time. 